We get to kick off this half hour by saying welcome and congratulations to the mayor-elect in the city of Edmonton, Amarjeet Sohi, joining us live. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Daryl, and good morning to your uh, uh, listeners, our fellow Edmontonians. Uh, I am so honored to join you. I'm so honored that... Uh, Edmonton has given me this opportunity to lead our city. Yeah, it uh, must have been a late night. It must feel pretty pretty good uh, all at the same time. So you're probably tired but ecstatic all at the same time. Yes, uh, and I'm also very uh, very humbled uh, that uh, someone who came to this city uh, with nothing uh, uh, other than uh, the love and support of my uh, my family, uh, this city lifted me up from day one. Despite all the challenges I faced, uh, this city gave me opportunity to grow here, build my life here, and give back uh, to make it even better. So uh, when Edmonton took a chance on me in 2007, uh, Daryl, by electing me to city council from that date until to, to, to today, I, uh, I have never looked back, continue to do my part to uh, build the uh, build a city of opportunities for all of us. So I'm uh, really humbled, humbled and honored. You, that's been a theme of your campaign. There was a theme last night in your speech, and you continue to do it because you want people to know uh, who maybe are not having uh, the, the the best luck in life right now to know that you've been there and done that, right? Absolutely. You know, uh, I started my life here uh, by scraping uh, floors, uh, mopping floors and working in... Uh, fast food uh, restaurants, flipping burgers, then uh, driving a taxi, then working at that and, uh, and ETS driver. So, uh, and that story, I'm pretty sure, is the story of many, many, many Edmontonians starting from scratch and build, building our way up on the story of their parents or grandparents when they settled on this, uh, this indig- indigenous land. And this is something uh, I always... Uh, remind myself uh, that the opportunity to be on this Treaty 6 territory and the work that we need to do uh, to continue to support each other uh, is is something that inspires me and this is something that I take very seriously. Uh, let's look ahead to the next few months because you're the new mayor. You've never been mayor before, but you do have a resume on city council. You're a federal cabinet minister, so obviously there is experience there. But uh, your new city council, there are an awful lot of new faces, eight new faces, a number of incumbents who had either stepped away or lost in the election yesterday. How much of a challenge is it for for you, especially going into budget deliberations this fall, to come up with some kind of a, a cohesive group and a plan and a way to go forward with all those new faces? Oh, I am uh, excited. I am excited to meet with uh, uh, new council members. Uh, they bring a wealth of uh, professional experience as well as lived experience. We have uh, gender parity on council. Uh, we have people from um, racialized communities elected to this council. So I think this council really mirrors uh, what Edmonton is about. Uh, and we're going to work hard. Uh, local decision-making is collaborative decision-making. Uh, council must work together, and mayor's role is to build a stronger, uh, open, and transparent uh, a working relationship with uh, uh, colleagues, and I am going to start doing that uh, uh, today. Uh, I'm going to be calling uh, uh, the council members, uh, congratulating them, and uh, and hopefully seeing them soon. Uh, and also, uh, uh, I'm meeting with the uh, 
uh, Mayor Don Abson this afternoon and uh, had a brief chat with city manager yesterday. So, you know, we're ready to get back to work. Yes, budget is going to be uh, uh, in front of us right away, and we're going to work really hard to uh, make sure that we continue to provide quality public services that Edmontonians deserve. At the same time, keep up, keep our taxes and user fees uh, affordable and low. Uh, you mentioned yeah, your meeting at uh, City Hall with, with Don Abbas, and that, that's, a, that's a specific ceremony. What happens today? Just give us uh, the, the heads up. It is just, uh, just a kind of uh, introductory ceremonial type of uh, meeting. Like Don and I are not, no stranger to each other. We are good friends. We got elected at the same time in 2007. You know, uh, I bring a different perspective to governance than uh, uh, than Don's, but we also need to continue to build on what is working and uh, and continue to build a city that is uh, filled with opportunities and city that we, we all feel that we belong and uh, and a safe place for all of us to live in. Uh, just who will be mayor after that? Does, does uh, Do you become mayor after uh, that ceremony this afternoon or do you wait until all of council is sworn in next week? Uh, oh, does, no, doesn't no. it transfer? <laughs> Not that fast. Not that Not fast. fast, okay. <laughs> I said uh, there will be an official... Uh, uh, so in ceremony uh, next week, and once that happens, then uh, I will be the official mayor of our city. Until that, that time, uh, current council and uh, and current mayor continue to lead us. Okay. Uh, there are a lot of people who would look at the uh, the new faces on council and some of the ones who are returning, as well as you and your background, and say that city council has definitely moved left of center. Uh, certainly, if you start adding up Mike Nickel and Kim Cruschel and Michael Oshry, who would either be considered right or central, uh, there's a large number of people who did not vote for you who perhaps don't agree with some of, of your agenda. How do you balance uh, what you ran on based on what a large number of Edmontonians and, you know, the other half uh, actually want? Because I think they want you to keep a, a lid on spending. Don't you agree? You know, uh, for me, uh, local governance has never been about left or right. It has always been about a vision for the city. And the vision that we put together was built on uh, how we work together, how we pull community together. So uh, my message to uh, my fellow Edmontonians who uh, did not vote for me in this election is, uh, is that it's okay. Like, we are... Uh, uh, very diverse people. We have different perspectives, and we uh, have, may have different values. But at the, at, at the end of the day, we are all fellow Edmontonians, and I will be mayor for everyone. Our goal is to our my simple uh, slogan, Daryl, is Edmonton for all of us. Yeah, and, and that uh, means that means those who did not vote for me yet. Yeah, and, and I totally understand that. But if everybody's coming from sort of the same uh, belief system or ideological system or whatever, then, you know, collaborating would seem to be fairly easy. It's just I'm wondering where it doesn't have to be party politics, but there are ideological decisions and where to spend, how to spend, how much to spend, how much not to spend that all will come up. And, and mm -hmm. so obviously there's a large number of people who don't want to go into too much spending right now they're concerned about it how do you oh, balance absolutely. that i think uh, if you watch this election um, uh, you would know that uh, this is not the time to undertake major expenditures because people are struggling to make ends meet and we need to make sure that uh, the services that we provide are continued to be there for, for Edmontonians because those services are necessary for people to be uh, connected to community, whether it's public transit, whether it's recreation centers, libraries, community parks, and all that, right? So uh, 
And but at the same time, we we going to work hard. What we committed to doing is undertake our undertake a comprehensive review of the budget uh, with the uh, goal of seeking efficiencies and getting the value for the money. And, and my goal is going to be to make sure that our uh, taxes and user fees remain. Uh, affordable and and low for all Edmontonians. Uh, I think it's fair to say that there was a bit of an adversarial uh, feeling uh, from the outgoing mayor, Don Iveson, toward the UCP government with with Jason Kenney. I don't think he made any bones about it that he was not a big fan of the UCP government, certainly on the COVID front, but uh, on many others. Uh, You talked last night about being able to work collaboratively with the province. If, 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 If the UCP is looking at you as a former liberal, federal liberal cabinet minister, is there a way to try and bridge whatever political gap there is in order to do? Because I know you will try to do what's right for Edmonton. Uh, is there a potential for a communication trouble or uh, some issues there? When I was the Federal Minister of Infrastructure and Natural Resources for four years, I worked with every province and every territory and every premier from different political parties from coast to coast to coast as well. Uh, uh, premiers here, Premier uh, Notley, as well as Premier uh, Jason Kenney uh, and his ministers. So I uh, I always uh, uh, make sure that my relationship with my our partners is respectful. It is based on uh, uh, ideas and values and the issues that we want to resolve. And throughout my public life, I have never engaged in uh, in any any negative way of attacking uh, any of the uh, people that I need to work with. So I have always always been very cognizant of that fact, and I'm going to continue to uh, function that way. And I look forward to working with the uh, our provincial government as well as the federal government, who is also a strong partner. And we need to build on that. Uh, that strength. So I will build my relationship uh, based on uh, our shared goal of uh, delivering for the Edmontonians. And we have a lot of work to do. You know, our economy is struggling. Uh, people are losing jobs, and we need to support small businesses. We have people who are experiencing uh, uh, houselessness and mental health addiction. Uh, racism is, uh, is is a serious concern. And we have issues of climate change. So these are not easy issues to uh, to tackle. The more we can work together, the better results that we will deliver for all of us. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with Andrew Knack a little while ago. He was talking about being in sort of the fourth year of a budget cycle uh, for the city of Edmonton. As we head into this, uh, is this more of a caretaking period for, for, for the budget, or are there a specific things, and if there are specific things, uh, if there are specific things, what do you want to accomplish in this first few months as you go through these budget uh, deliberations? What is your plan? You know, uh, my number one priority is going to be that we support people and businesses recovering from COVID. It has been a very difficult time for over the last uh, last 18 months. Are there and, specifics uh, on how? Of course, you know, uh, we demand better leadership from the province as well as uh, there are things that municipalities can do. We have made a commitment that all city employees and people who work for the city must be vaccinated. We also uh, 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 talked about uh, people who access city services uh, requiring approval for vaccination. 
Uh, I also committed to working with cultural communities to provide them support so they can educate people who are hesitant about vaccination and uh, and provide that information and use their facilities to uh, create community-based uh, vaccination clinics and allow a city facilities to be used for that, as well as continue to engage with health professionals to uh, guide us with best science and, uh, and evidence-based decision-making. So there are a number of things cities can do, but more importantly is leadership. I think if the leadership comes from the top and there are no mixed messages and we affirm that everyone have a responsibility to protect each other and those people who are unwilling to be vaccinated, they have a responsibility to uh, protect uh, the community. I think that kind of strong, consistent leadership will come from my office if uh, once I take, uh, uh, once I'm sworn in. And that's the leadership that we have provided during the campaign as well. I wanted to give you an opportunity to weigh in on the, fa- yeah, if we have eight new faces, but we also now have eight women on city mm-hmm. council. So uh, eight out of 13 in total. That's, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big change. Uh, the last thing that was, the last time it was even close was a 50-50 split in 1989. What does that mean to you? What does that say to you? And uh, how does that uh, impact Edmonton moving forward? Or does it? Is it just a matter of uh, new people are in, in position regardless of gender? It's about time. It is about time. And I'm glad that uh, uh, there are a large number of women elected to uh, city council and uh, uh, and also uh, uh, people from indigenous and uh, racialized backgrounds. I think people's lived experience and their perspectives matter in governance. Uh, And that is the perspective that the new council members going to bring. That's the perspective that I will bring. I have a wealth of lived experience as well as professional experience. And I I look forward to to working with with all the newly elected and people who are coming back being re-elected. it's going to be a great team. I am so I'm so excited. I am just ecstatic to uh, to see what the potential of our, for our city is and how we can work together to uh, to deliver on the expectations of Edmontonians for which they have elected us to do so. So you're going to have some phone calls today. Do you do you take a day off and sort of rest up and get ready for next week? Maybe on the weekend. Yes, I today and maybe tomorrow uh, uh, won't be the time to take any time off. Right, uh, probably be taking a five ten minutes nap in between calls <laughs> <laughs> to sustain myself. Uh, but I look forward to taking a couple of days off before uh, the swearing. And I'm ready. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I started rolling up my sleeves uh, last night. Uh, 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 and we will continue to do that. Uh, you know, uh, as I said in my remarks, uh, uh, hard work is required, but Edmontonians never shy away from hard work. Especially if you get a couple of catnaps in there in between. Amarjeet Sohi, <laughs> congratulations again, and uh, thank, thank you, you so much for taking the time uh, first thing this morning here on 6.30 Ched Mornings. Thank you so much, Joe. Cheers. That's Mayor-elect Amarjeet Sohi, who will uh, guide the city over the next four years with a large number of rookie councillors on council. Let's see what they're going to do over the next few months. We'll get an idea, and then four more years down the road. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.